Welcome to the eSuccess Methods Podcast with Jacob and Aaron, your weekly dose of tips and tricks to achieve excellent performance in your business and career. Join us as we explore deeper into the practical worlds of Lean, Six Sigma, project management, and design thinking. In this episode number 154, Happy New Year and Happy Anniversary. Yes, we are three years down, but still looking up. Jacob and I do a reflection on 2016 and look forward to 2017. If you're just tuning in for the first time, find all our back episodes on our podcast, Table of Contents, at esuccess-methods.com. If you like this episode, be sure to click the like link in the show notes. It's easy. Just tap our logo, click, and you're done. Tap, click, done. Here we go. Hey, Jacob, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good, Adam, but it sounds like you're not. Oh, I'm just, you know, it's a new year, just tying one on. Uh, I'm I'm living it up tonight. Woo! Mm. Or are you paying for living it up last night? Uh, well, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pretend like this is uh, the new year because that's the last time. This is the last time I'll be able to speak to you. But uh, no, the audience should know that we are recording this a month ahead of time, assuming that they're still going to be around with us <laughs> by that's that time. Sure. <laughs> so I am suffering from uh, the chest and head cold that everybody around me has suffered from at some point, and um, you know, I decided to just do a quick and short one, and, and uh, we got to do it. Got we got to stay committed. That's true. You know, we slacked a little bit earlier on in the year, so I guess now that we have the flow, we should probably stick to it. Try to keep it. That's right. Yep. So this is our anniversary episode. This is three years. Wow, that seems like a long time. <laughs> it is. So we're we're over 150 episodes. It'll be by the time this goes out, it'll be you know some 155 or or something like that. And yeah, it's an incredible amount of time and. We're uh, uh, doing well, getting some traction, we're getting some good feedback from from some listeners who have given us some details on, uh, you know, who they are, why they listen, and some of the stuff going on in their professional lives, and that's been pretty cool. Hmm. Interesting. So I thought we'd do this uh, just as a reflection back of 2016, and what do we remember? What do we like? What maybe didn't we like so much, and uh, where are we going? Excellent. Let's do this. All right. So let's talk about... What went well for you in your personal and professional life in 2016? What went well? Uh, well, I got to get some vacation time, uh, go back home to India, hang, right. on, hang around with some family. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, professionally, I've been delivering Agile training pretty much monthly now. So even though I want to say the same time last year, I was probably a novice to Agile, I think by now. I don't. I don't claim to be an expert, but at least I know enough to be dangerous. Well, you're definitely getting a handle on the most common questions and most common scenarios, pitfalls. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, in the process, although I don't believe in certifications because they're a scam, uh, <laughs> I did. I did get certified in the Scrum Master <laughs> and the Scrum Pro- Product Owner title or <laughs> certification. So I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. Either way. <laughs> The opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those opinions of e-success <laughs> <laughs> industries, LLC. <laughs> that is true. Oh, no, but I hear what you're saying. And, you know, certifications are what people still look at. And it's it's, know, uh, it's, it's unfortunate, but yeah. So, yeah, what what was in your, what, what went well in your life? Well, I got to say, most of the year is a bit of a blur. I uh, So I'm, I'm really just reflecting on the, the last couple months of, uh, vacation time with the family. Now that I've changed back to uh, a training role at work, I I I spend more time, you know, do more travel 
but I get when I'm home, I get to be more home. So that's so that's good. So I I, <clears throat> I get more. You know, some of the weekends I miss, um, but I get more full weeks. So I've been able to go to my daughter's track meet and go to my daughter's uh, my other daughter's volleyball stuff and you know cart them around on some rides that normally I wouldn't be around for. So now that I have a more of a flexible job like that, so that's good. That's Looking nice. back on the year, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and I'm back to training again. So I'm not just sitting at a cube anymore. I'm up in front of the room, and I'm meeting new people, and I'm answering questions, imparting new knowledge, and I'm learning new ways to to train the, the same old stuff. I'm, I just uh, realized I'm up to, in my career now, over a 1,000 students that I've trained. So that's kind of neat. Whoa. Yeah. I'm actually surprised you're keeping track of that number. Churning them out. Well, you got to keep track. <laughs> so metri- keep track. It's a metrics game, huh? That's right. See, I'm, I haven't been good at that, but I guess I can pull those numbers too if I need to. Yep. But I wouldn't know on the top of my head like you are. You're just a numbers kind of guy. I, I just recently updated my resume with it. Ah, so. <laughs> that explains. That's how I know. So uh, as far as you know, the podcast is concerned, um, so we've got like a, over 100 views on the FMEA song on YouTube, which which is pretty cool. I, don't, I haven't had too many people contact me about it or, or give me their pictures to become part of the video but uh you know i'm still holding out hope uh people are looking at it so that's pretty cool and uh we're close to 2,000 weekly subscribers so that's we impressive took, we took a little bit of a of a hit during my strike duty but uh we're we're starting to swing back up again so that's pretty cool nice and uh like i said before some great feedback from some listeners um who are doing some really interesting work you probably saw that uh message from Phil from Ireland on his uh, his thesis. Yes, I did presentation. Yeah, looked impressive. Yeah, so I haven't had a chance to look through the details of it, but uh, it's pretty interesting yeah. regarding uh, his approach to agile and machine, machine building. design. Yeah, machine mm-hmm. design. Yep, it was pretty impressive. Being able to connect the dots between manufacturing and how agile works in a in an assembly sort of an environment. Mm-hmm. So, what about not so well? Anything that uh, you look back and say, well. That could have gone better. Well, there's always things there, but, you know, I'm a more of a positive guy, Aaron. You know that. I don't... Okay, we'll put a positive spin on it. Lessons learned, <laughs> things we can do, <laughs> things you want to improve upon, whatever you want to oh, call it. Geez, that's everything. If you ask my wife, she has a laundry list of that for me. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I would, we don't ask the wives. <laughs> yeah, don't go that far. Yeah. Uh, what is it? I mean... More time off, more vacation? I think it's just being able to balance work and you know i think for the first time in many years i've actually been how would i say my mood i've been always able to keep my work and personal life separately mm-hmm. but i think this is the first year where life it's either the stress or it's either some things that i'm doing differently or maybe it's the age when i'm just not able to keep work and life separately uh, it's it's blending over so interesting I'm, I'm annoyed, I'm irritated, be it if it's at home, then I'm irritated at work, or vice versa, if I'm getting having a bad day at work, I may, I'm bringing it back home. So that part of me is, uh, I just noticed that this year, that it's gotten worse, so I have to figure a way to get that better. Yeah, you got to be careful, because you'll, you'll end up like me. Um, <laughs> what, traveling all the time? <laughs> no, you just be a crotchety old man who, who just wants Christmas to get over with, so he doesn't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, so that's something that I would say is something that I would I would say is not so well this year. 
It's the first year I noticed it. Let's put it that. Yeah, you've definitely been swamped. And I got to say, and for the listeners, we record these uh, at, you know, what, what sometimes they end for you, what, at 9.30 p.m. or something like that? Uh, yeah, 10 p.m. for you. It's 11 10, p.m. Right. So, and then often you're getting on another phone call yes, after we do these most for, your, for your day job. So, uh, and you're also, uh, your wife's working um, a pretty demanding job. So, and you're also dealing with uh, you know, your young, your young, young boy. You make me sound like a saint now. Okay, keep talking, keep talking. Yes, <laughs> yes. Give yourself some credit. Sure. So, so you, you are roughly where I was around the time that you and I first met. That's <laughs> so, so yeah. So, uh, perspective. That's just that. That's just the way it is. And yeah. um, just try to stay healthy, right? That's about it. At some point, you'll you'll stop. Donating all your time to your day job. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope it's sooner than later. As far as me, uh, mm-hmm. so one of my big just frustrations with this year was strike duty. So that was both professional and and personal because you know within a seven week stretch, I I worked an ungodly amount of hours, a minimum of seventy two hours a week, but mostly eighty two. I even I even hit a hundred hours uh, one week of installing fiber optic cable and uh, coaxial cable to the houses uh, while the regular workers were on strike. And it was, I only got three days that I was able to see my family in the course of that entire seven weeks. So it was just grueling and, and awful uh, experience. I, I felt like it was abusive and uh, not at all appropriate for a company to require because people were getting fired if they didn't do that. So I, I didn't think it was appropriate for a company to do that. So that was rough. And uh, now, you know, I, I have more free time, but, but again, I'm like, well, I'm, I've been traveling too many times, too many airplane rides on a Sunday night and too many, too many late trips home on a Friday night. So um, that's what I'd like to uh, have change and hopefully won't, won't happen again as much in the next year. Mm. But you know, that's the way it goes. Um, I don't know if I have much control over those things, honestly. Well, those are those are those things seem very victim like. <laughs> you know, look at the bright side of things, right? Now you know how to lay coaxial cable in case you ever want to build a house. And <laughs> part two, you you know, you hopefully with all the travel, you're still banking on some points, so it just yeah. makes the vacations that much more easier or simpler or a status vacation. Well, the, the bright side of yeah, the bright side of the strike duty is well, a it's the first time I actually did anything for a company that was that was literally customer value added. Mm. Um, well, even the troubleshooting, so that you know you get face to face with the customer, even though you're fixing a problem, you're still on the front lines delivering value and learning about the product that we really only talk about theoretically um, in the offices. So. So that was good. Plus, I got paid time and a half at my normal rate. So I came away with many extra tens of thousands of dollars See? that I otherwise wouldn't have had. Um, and there's always you know, a bonus. It gave a good buffer, but I'm not sure I'd. I don't. I'm not sure I would have agreed to it based on the money. <laughs> it was. It was pretty grueling. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. I can see that. Yep. Uh, as far as uh, the podcast is concerned, uh, during that time of the strike duty. I don't know if it was coincidental with a very long vacation season as well. Usually we dip during vacation season, but this one went maybe three months with just a, a very much a plateaued 
uh, listener growth, plateaued growth. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't really start coming back until maybe maybe a month or so ago, and now it's starting to tick up the same way it was. I was I was playing a lot of repeats during strike duty, and uh, we didn't really have anything new going on at that time. So yeah, mainly because you were busy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I also was doing this Make a Wish Foundation roughly at the same time, which could have been turning people off. The fundraiser I attempted to do, but um, that was more encouraging people to contribute. Nothing else. It wasn't like we were doing anything different. Well, it was a little bit more than that. Um, I released some additional episodes, sort of like. Sally Struthers style. Do you True. know who Sal- Sally Struthers is? <laughs> I don't know who Sally Struthers is, but I remember what you were doing at that point. <laughs> you know, um, so there was a couple kids who had their own music, and uh, you know, I, I played clips of their music and and just kind of loaded up the sad a little bit. So I was curious about how well that would motivate people. Uh, it did for a couple, but uh, for most people, were either unmoved or moved away as a result. So. Hmm. I'd be interested if anybody could let me know what they actually thought about that campaign. If they were just like, well, whatever, no big deal to me. Just let me know. Was it, was it a dissuader or persuader or you're completely neutral? And you can email me at Aaron at e6s-methods.com. All right. So this graph shows this bit of a lag that we had during that time yep. as well. All right. So let's talk about some favorite episodes. I've got my favorite and uh, I think they'd be different than your favorites. So let me let me say what mine my favorites are. Okay. And that's a uh, basically a whole FMEA ten 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 series that we did. Um, there was uh, I don't know maybe three to five episodes or something like that. <laughs> or ten to fifteen is how I felt. <laughs> uh, and then back episode one hundred twenty five was the first one I did when we got back when I got back from strike duty mm-hmm. and um that was fun cuz I actually recorded it while I was on the walk with my dog and also I got some neat feedback from people people thought it was interesting to have a decent insight about how how the strike duty went so I I enjoyed doing that and then probably because I like MacGyver so much I like the episode 116 about the five whys mm. and I also remember that you didn't know who MacGyver was I did not, and I still haven't gone and watched the episode like you suggested I should. No, I did not do that. Yeah, that should be part of your naturalization exam, I think. I would think it should it's be re- come required. There. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So how about you? Uh, but I think just because I'm spending a lot more time, I felt I was more passionate about all the Agile episodes. We had a couple of them talking about 101, which I think was very late last year, and I think this year is when we dived a little bit more deeper, right. talking about the different ceremonies and how it works. And I kind of like the little bit of a debate where we had on how can Lean and Agile work together, because mm-hmm. that's still a topic that, um, you know, in my work, that's something I'm trying to connect the dots a lot more whenever I can. Right. Um, I think those were probably my favorites. Uh, I, I don't know. This is where my memory fades me. I'm not sure whether we were doing the critique on one of the one of the posts that we saw. I thought that was a heavy discussion, but at the same time, fun for us. Right. Um, I, I I enjoyed that episode, I want to say personally, and I think once in a while we should do some of that also more. Just take a perspective on a particular article that is controversial or challenging. Um, now, was, was this the top 10 or was it the so what's? I think it was the so what's. So what's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, those are probably my highlight ones. Got it. Cool. You are listening to E6S Methods Podcast, brought to you by E6S Industries. 
Join us on our website at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. Are you applying for professional certification in your field? You'll be happy to learn that all this time you've been streaming Jacob and me into your ears. You've also been earning continuing education units, or CEUs, which can be applied toward most professional certifications. You can do your research, all the math, and figure out which episodes are applicable for which discipline, or you can save yourself the time and hassle and just order a CEU report from us. All you need to do is provide us with which episodes you've listened to, and we'll provide you with a portfolio including details about each episode and a certificate of recognition with a CEU breakdown by competency, including leadership, tactics and tools, strategy deployment, and principles and philosophies. So if you have certification on the mind, start here and save some time. Just go to e6s-methods.com slash CEU to order yours. All right, so um, based off of what I could see in iTunes, some of the audience favorites, again, top one is the Lean Six Sigma and or Agile Part 1, which is the debate we were having. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and I was kind of surprised by this because I didn't get much feedback on it, but uh, episode 140, Harmonization, which I did with author and, and co-worker uh, Dr. Anwar L. Holmes, his, uh, his new book that came out. Uh, then FMEA Part 3 uh, about scoring. So those were, the, those were the top three that we had done this particular year. And there are still some from last year that are in iTunes queue. Uh, one of them, uh, Lean Six Sigma in the Environment with Brian Hurley. Episode 90, If Tools Ruled, which was... LinkedIn post by Samuel Saleh. And then The Eight Wastes. Still, we got uh, Going the Extra Mile, Part 5. I'm surprised. Uh, with Mr. Toyota. That, that is still... I mean, that's... That was... I thought, like, long, long, long ago. Episode 77, so... Wow, yeah. It was. <laughs> uh, iTunes keeps... Well, we my, my thing keeps roughly... Well, it's supposed to keep 100 in there, but I keep having to do some dummy episodes because... Okay. Because... Um, my feed burner can't handle the the memory, so I have oh, to really? put so in, you have to kill them to, out. I have to put blank episodes to to move the queue through. Oh, wow. uh, it's it's uh, it's hodgepodge, but uh, that's how I could get it work to work. Interesting. So every now and then I have an episode that doesn't come through, and I have to put in a couple blank episodes in order to make it show up. Hmm. It's weird, but yep, Inter- interesting. And then some all time. So I. Still looking back at some of the old posts. Episode 29, Kiss for PowerPoint. 33, Fifty Shades of Black. 61, Value Stream Mapping. 35, Blended Demaic Smoothie. And 49, Rule Out the Ruler, which is about measurement system analysis. Is this basically looking at stats from throughout the year, or throughout the years, I should say? That's and- cumulative all time. <laughs> all yeah. Time. Okay. So the older ones are going to be higher by nature. Yeah, you would expect, hopefully. Right. But is it significantly different? Yeah, hundreds of, by hundreds of uh, en- entries into the website, yeah. Interesting. So they're they're getting pick up, picked up more than uh, many other. And, and one of them might be because in my Twitter, I have this kiss for PowerPoint. That is my tagged tweet. So that's the one if anybody ever goes to my Twitter, Got that's it. the one that is always at the top. So ah, okay. it makes sense that that one's more popular. Got it, got it. Plus, it's got a pretty girl kissing a computer. Perfect. You just went for the... <laughs> Whatever works. Yep. Looking forward, 2017. All right. What are you, what are you thinking about for 2017? You got anything, anything you'd like to take a look at? I've got a couple of my ideas down here, but... 
Hey, you're the one who does all the planning. I'm just the I'm just the one who just shows up. Oh boy. All right. Um, I'll, let, I'll let you take the honors for planning. You know, I don't want okay. I don't want to confuse it more. Got it. We Got have a it. system well, going on. I think the system's great. I just want to leave it that way. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have um, one guest lined up uh, from from healthcare. I think her name is. I haven't talked to her in person yet, but I think her name is. It's either Shana or Shana uh, Daikima to do task-driven activity-based costing for lean in healthcare. And I did some reading up on that, and it's pretty interesting. I, I had no idea how far corrupt <laughs> the way they do costing in healthcare is, but it's really bad. Um, so she's going to help shed some light on that. I mean, is this task-driven activity-based costing only done in healthcare, or do you think it's applied in other places as well? Well, it, it originated the – at least it is originated in other places – but it seems that they're finding a higher use for it more recently in healthcare, and that could be a because of a demand side because of the costs are, are getting just so much higher. Got it. Okay. And they and after doing some reading, I kind of didn't understand how it was any this task driven activity base seemed to be exactly what we had what I was accustomed to in manufacturing, but in healthcare they didn't they didn't look at their costs as a process-driven basis. So that's part of the issue. Mm. Then I learned about something. ISO 13053, 13053, a lean Six Sigma ISO standard. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. It apparently came out in 2011. ISO is dictating this now? they're They're trying to get to the point where you can be certified as a Six Sigma company if you follow this standard. I'm curious to learn what the standard is. Right, and I am too, but I'm also not so curious as to pay a hundred bucks to get a copy of that standard. So um, I'm trying to figure out how to learn about it without actually buying it because I a don't really believe in it, and b I'm not making any money off this podcast. So I'll be damned if I'm spending a hundred bucks for one episode. Wow. But I am curious. So I'm, I'm just looking at the ISO catalog. Uh, it basically says it's a quantitative method and process improvement uh, recommends the preferred or best practice for each of the phases of the DMAIC methodology used during execution of a Six Sigma project. Mm-hmm. It also recommends how Six Sigma projects should be managed and describes the roles, expertise and training of the person involved in such projects. Wow. You know what I see on the horizon? <laughs> what is it? An ISO Agile standard. Oh, my God. <laughs> ISO Scrum standard. Yeah. I bet it's coming. If it's, well, see, the thing is, in technology, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the standards exist out there for. But who knows? ISO probably can come in that world, too. Right. So I'm curious. Hey, if any listener follows the standard, has a standard, is willing to share with us the insights, I'd love to learn more about it. Wow. Right now, I'm a disbeliever, and I would love to be convinced otherwise. Yes, that makes two of us. Um, and then some topics in system thinking, and uh, we haven't done much on this, but we have a lot of uh, in, a lot of the industrial engineers are now industrial slash systems engineers, and as far as education is going, and uh, so I'd like to take a little bit more holistic view on some of these things. It's not necessarily a lean Six Sigma, but it's more of a the entire ecosystem sort of. Uh, approach to understanding how things work. Okay. Monte Carlo simulations, and I have a a colleague who does who uses these for micro lending. So I'm gonna. Wow. I'm gonna try to get him on on the uh, as a guest. He doesn't know about it yet, but I'm gonna try to get him in as a guest 
see if you can offer his uh, expertise. So this is we use a lot of this in our world mainly for it's not necessarily lending, but um, just to kind of even predict how your retirement income or how your mm-hmm. your net worth kind of comes into play for aspects of that. Sounds like you have an opinion. No, I don't. I, I oh. it's it's very. I mean. I kind of didn't take that course in grad school because I was doing industrial engineering. I didn't take simulation because I found it too hard for my brain to wrap it around <laughs> my bed. But it's basically all about probability and all the other kind of things and how it all uh, plays into uh, developing what a model. It's basically stochastic modeling. That's what this right. is. And it's uh, yeah. So I I can I can try and gather up some notes from my world also if mm-hmm. that's something that if we are putting an episode together just to understand how it works. Yeah, you know, in a nutshell, it's, you know, we can figure things out with uh, if everything follows a normal, a single distribution is pretty easy. You can you can predict. Mm-hmm. But when you have multiple impacts from multiple types of diff- distributions all on the same system, the Monte Carlo helps with that. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to do more tools. I mean, we still got a ton of tools going. We're barely scratching the surface of analyze phase with the, the tools that we've done. So we're still talking tactical tools. So I'd be interested in, for many listeners, I've kind of had a, I don't know, there's a lot of variability in the types of, of episodes we release. I haven't heard any complaints. Or I haven't heard anybody say, hey, we need more things like this or we need more things like this. Um, so any feedback would be great. So far, any all the feedback I've gotten is, hey, thanks. Keep on doing what you're doing. But I also feel like I'm just kind of being a bit random about it. So... If you guys like random, then great. We're good. <laughs> well, I, you know, personally, I think some of the basic tools we still have to cover, like, you know, SPC is something that is used so heavily. I think we should definitely do that sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. But God knows what the others who are listening want. So let's see if somebody has feedback or thoughts on what should be covered next. How would you like to lead an episode on SPC? Uh, if I can be, if I can be honest, I haven't used it in four and a half years, so, so maybe I'm not the right person to lead it. Better, better start brushing up. I know. <laughs> so this is a major repeat from last year. Product and service ideas that I'm having in the works. A value stream mapping essentials kit. Well, I have it. I have a commercial ready to be edited and released, and product ready to, to be delivered. And I've had that for at least. Four months. Oh, wow. But I haven't, I haven't moved it anywhere. What are you sitting on it for? Uh, you know, back burner. Got it. Too many ideas. Hmm. I've also got a copy of my book, Is Lean Six Sigma Right for Me? That I've been, you know, I've, I've made it through the first draft and I now it's stalled through the second, second round of edits and I haven't touched it in a couple months. So shame on me. Ooh. Slap my hand. But I gotta say, I like how it's turning out. That's good. Um, but uh, but I gotta get back to it. How big is the book? Well, right, the first first run through was ninety pages, oh, and uh, with some additional analysis and uh, details put through, uh, I, I think it'll be less than one hundred and fifty, maybe one hundred and twenty. That should be good. Uh, if yeah. you go more, it's probably hard for me to read because I don't have patience. <laughs> Uh, well, you're not in my demographic anyway because okay. you, you've already decided. <laughs> <laughs> you've already decided one way or the other. <laughs> and then, I, despite what you said, I plan on releasing a, a a beta version of a black belt certification course, uh, subscription based. And I'm calling it certi- and I'm calling it certification because I'm tired of fighting the battle. <laughs> no, I'm tired of seeing black belts who can't do it. 
Okay. So I really just want, I don't, I don't want, I'm not, I'm not giving a course so that somebody can go off and take an exam. I'm giving a course with coaching and a structure that when you get my stamp of approval, everybody knows, well, not everybody, I, at least I know. Exactly. I know you've earned it. And then hopefully eventually others will understand because when you have that on your resume and they see your work, they say, wow, this certification means something, not like all the rest because the rest are just bought and paid for. This guy had to work his butt off for it. So that's what I'm hoping to get to. I don't want to certify somebody who just wants it on a resume. I want to certify somebody who wants to learn how to do this and be really effective at it. Yeah, that's the challenge, right? So all the best. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so um, it's actually going to require a uh, a uh, application and everything. I'm going to screen it down to for the, at least for the beta beta version. Just uh, a few people who are really interested that I can work closely with, and uh, we'll get it through. So I'll get more on that. If anybody has early interest, just let me know. But I will uh, get more detail on that later. It's going to be way cheaper than anything out there. I have a feeling. So, but I'll work more with that. Yeah, but you know, your time and commitment might be equally, probably more, considering the fact that you're going to hold them to a high standard. Mm-hmm. It's not. Listen to a whole bunch of lectures and write an exam. It's no, you're, it's you're, not. you're looking for demonstration. You're looking for probably even working with them to prove something. So absolutely, I, th- I think set the stage. That's right. Yep. No, no free lunch. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I got looking forward to. Um, and recent changes uh, that have taken place. Not a whole lot. I put out a an ad for con- continuing education units. People who do listen to the podcast, a lot of them don't realize that they actually are training while they're running or whatever. And those hours that you're listening to that can count as continuing education units or um, what do they call it? PD, it's CEUs for most certification bodies and PDUs for uh, PMI. If any, you guys can do your own math, like I said, or you can, I mean, I've already got a table which has all the standards of times and categories. I can run a, or run a query and, I'll provide you a customized report uh, if you contact me. So that is for sale. There's more details on the website. Is Other there, than that, is there a limit on how many how many you can claim? I mean, I guess the different standards have the different. Yeah, yeah. right. There are different standards. Like they can tell me whatever they listen to, and I'll have to give them all the numbers. Um, but yes, you can only claim a certain amount. Yeah. Per whichever certification. Yep. 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 Sweet. So that is the year in review. I'm excited. Looking forward to 2017. That makes two of us. Anything else, Jacob? No, can't think of anything. Hope, uh, you know, we have plans for a nice holiday and enjoy the time with the family, everybody, and, uh, you know, time for everybody to reflect and uh, have a great plan for the next new year. All right. Enjoy your uh, tropical holiday vacation, and uh, I look forward to talking with you again in the new year. Sounds like a plan, Aaron. Take care. All right. Take care, my friend. Thanks for listening to episode 154 of the E-Success Methods podcast. Stay tuned for episode 155, where finally we say, Down with Dogma, where Jacob and I discuss where and when we think certain rules just shouldn't apply and may actually do more harm. Don't forget to click like or dislike for this episode in the show notes. Tap, click, done. If you have a question, comment, or advice, leave a note in the comment section or contact us directly. Feel free to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at esuccess-methods.com or on our website. We reply to all messages. If you heard something you like, then claim her and share it. 
Don't forget you can buy notes and graphics for all shows and more at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. If you're not climbing up, you're falling down. <laughs>